Welcome to Unashamed Unafraid, a show unashamed about sexual addiction recovery and unafraid of coming into Christ for healing. Where we talk about real recovery stories, answer anonymous questions with experts, and share resources that actually work. I'm your host, Steve. And I'm your co-host, Chris. And we are Unashamed Unafraid. Chris. Yes. Have we ever done a post where someone in some fashion does not mention the Warrior Heart Retreat? Nope. Every, um, I think I think pretty much every post that we've done, somebody's mentioned Warrior Heart. Yeah. So every time we and do it's this, not because we're paying them because we're not paying them. <laughs> no, no. In fact, no one really gets paid to do it. I'll be honest. Um, so uh, the whole retreat. So um, you've been on every retreat since 2009 june 2009 was the first boot camp and i've been to every single one since um and you would still agree it's it's the best recovery resource yes it is it is ingrained and is part of my life just done i just we we like i feel like we plug it so much that i don't even know what to say um so we did something a little bit different this year uh to kind of promote it and talk about it. two super cool things have happened so one we have four guys who've come on who aren't members of the staff, um, who've been, uh, you know, a couple of the guys have been two, three times. One of the guys has only been once. He just went in Alaska. In Alaska. Um, so Aaron, you were just there with him. And um, so we thought that would be good because, uh, you know, we want people to connect with like, these are just regular guys, you know, um, a couple of them not even with like big addiction backgrounds. Um, we have Sway on whose story we just shared. So right. big addiction background like me and you and kind of all of that. And and we wanted to have those guys come on to, to share um, just so, you know, it's just for regular guys. There's no, you don't have to be in a certain place. Not in staff members, just participants that that's this, this, this is their experience. This is their experience. So, um, that's as authentic, uncanned as we kind of figured we could get it. And then tell them the other thing that we're just super excited about. We get to do another giveaway. <laughs> giveaway. Um, so we've had an anonymous, uh, donor. Um, I, I want to be very clear that it's not us. At right. Unashamed, Unafraid. Um, so we did pay for one of the women's ones. Um, we, it was from one of our listeners. This is from one of our listeners. So we're not paying for this. Um, they they contacted us and said, um, I, I, I want to give away a spot. I want to do it anonymously so you guys do it. So I want that, to that's give... How, that's what's cool about this is because uh, yes. people understand how important it is for other people to experience what they experienced. And they, they're like, you know what? I will pay for somebody to go because... I want them to understand the love that God has for them and how important that is because it was so important to them that they're like, I need to share this with other pe- other men, other people. Yeah, and so I, um, a- although I feel like we'll get a lot of credit for this, I want to be known that we, we're just the platform lucky to be a part of this process. Um, and so huge shout out to our anonymous donor for what Chris just said, for your heart and and your share, and um, for the opportunity for someone to come up who may, probably wouldn't have been able to otherwise because of the financial constraint. Right. So, of course, we're going to make you listen to the whole podcast before we tell you how to enter and, and win the giveaway. Um, and so I, I hope that one of these men's stories touches you, and, um, you know, I, I just don't know what else we can say about this retreat, addict or not, where you're at in your recovery. 
this is I, even I can't, if you've already got a great connection with God. This is this retreat. Come. Like we have all sorts of people come up, and it is amazing. One of the things that that I love that um, Mike Blake talks about in this is he finally sees himself as God sees him, and for somebody to be able to finally see that. It just blows me away because we come from all sorts of broken backgrounds and, and we forget God's there and and then we go up to something like this and you're like, wow, no matter where I'm at in my life, God still loves me 100% right now. He still loves me no matter what I'm doing. He still loves me. Yeah. And the other end of the spectrum, I talked uh Kurt Frankham from Leading Saints to come He's like, Steve, it's really great you found a, a, a resource for your addiction recovery, but like, I'm not trying to be this way, but like, I don't have some big addiction or I'm, my marriage isn't in crisis. So like, that's really good that it works for you, but I, I'm okay. I'm like, no, dude, you don't get it. You just got to come. <laughs> you just got to so, come So a lot it. of arm twisting, I finally get him to come. Um, and, and he's been coming ever since because he comes from that other end of the spectrum. So, um, and he even shared an experience with me where he said one day I was reading my scriptures, trying to do all the things right, whatever. And he said, um, I just paused for a minute and, and I wasn't sure whether I really wanted to read that day or not. And I just distinctly had God speak to me and say, Kurt, I just want you to know, I love you whether you read your scriptures or not. Right. And just the love he felt that God had for him. And it wasn't about him performing. It wasn't about him being perfect. And so wherever you're at, I hope you take the time to listen. Um, if, if you or you know any man in your life that could benefit from the giveaway, I hope you'll invite them to reach out to enter the giveaway, um, you know, to have a chance to win that spot. And with that, we'll get in the studio with the guys and let them share their experience about the Wild Heart Retreat. Awesome. Let's do this. So we, it's always fun for us when we get a big group in here, Chris, when we get every, every, all the guys in here with us. And um, you've, you've heard us often talk about, you know, these guys that we have a relationship with. So, you know, w- we know you super well, but we want to make sure you're kind of introduced to everyone else. So um, we kind of got introduced to Aaron. And so uh, we have Mike Blake and Mike. So the reason he's Mike Blake is this very reason. So I'll, I'll give a little giveaway here, a little, you know, insider info. So we have gone to up at the retreat, they'll give you a name tag. So, so you just first name. So everyone kind of knows your first name. So on, on the one, I don't think it was your first one. Just, it was one that you'd come as your second one. He's shown me number two, second one that Mike Blake came up to. There was literally like nine mics. Well, I uh, was riding in a car up from the parking lot, and in the car, there were three of us. And someone's like, hey, what's your name? I'm like, well, I asked them, what's your name? And he's like, oh, Mike. The other guy's, hey, I'm Mike, too. They're like, what's your name? I said, Mike. And he said, Blake? I'm like, all right. (laughs) <laughs> so so he has he has since become mike blake and so even chris was joking he's like he's like you know like Dude, his, last name, his last right? name right like you know i'm like i i'm well aware of who he is so um so mike just tell us uh when you first came how many times you've been up I've been up three times, and uh, I first came and got out of my car, hiked up the trail to the house, and and I received one of the best hugs I've ever received from a man, and it was Chap. And uh, right there, just a good friend of ours uh, that just gives the most amazing hugs. And uh, so anyway, not to start off 
you know, like if I were hearing this, I'd be like, oh, wow, right? But <laughs> <laughs> you walk up and someone's hugging you. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you, it, it, it uh, I don't know, it, it set the tone for, for yeah. boot camp for me. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Just a lot of love. That's awesome. Okay, Mike, you own the name Mike. Mike number two. No, you're not number two. You're just Mike. <laughs> so tell us, how, how many times have you been up? I've been three times now. Okay. Same as Mike number one. Same as Mike Blake. Tell what, um, when was the first time you came up? I went in November of 2017 for the first time. Okay. And why, what caused you to come up the first time? My good friend James caused me to come up. He. You're part of the three amigos here with Aaron and. Yes. And yeah. He pushed and pushed and begged and pleaded and persuaded, and I finally broke, kind of just as a favor almost, but um, I was willing to go. I was somewhat excited and, of course, eternally grateful that I did go. Yeah. We'll get into it. The rest will be history. And you are no stranger to this podcast. Mr. Sway. Um, we recently shared Sway's story, his recovery story with his wife, Rachel. Um, something I realized we left off of that story, Sway, I think we put in the write-up, is you just got your blessings restored. I did. Yeah. I, I've congratulated uh, <clears throat> you, uh, you know, off the record, on the record, congratulations. Thanks. That's awesome. So yeah, it was a great if, experience. If you, if you haven't listened to Sway's story, you're bad, not our bad. That gives you an introduction to Sway. But Sway, how many times have you been up, and what was the first uh, time you I was just trying came? to count it in my head, but I think it's three as well. Could be four, but I think it's three. Okay. Th- three dot, dot, dot. <clears throat> um, right. When was the first time you came up? Um, I want to say it was in 2017. I think it was the earlier in March of 2017. It's like the class of 2017. We didn't even know he did that. That's, yeah. You know, there it goes. Um, and so... You kind of talked about it in your story, but let's talk about here. What caused you to first come up? So my initial contact with boot camp was um, my therapist, um, Corey, or Chap, as we call him up at boot camp. Um, He asked me to go, I think, even the time before that. But I was like, "Um, I don't know how I feel about going and seeing Kumbaya in the woods with a bunch of guys. We're going to do some sort of weird tribal dance or something like that. So, um, yeah, and uh, he was actually, again, the very first person I saw when I pulled up, um, and he just came over, gave me a huge hug, grabbed my bags, and off we went. And incidentally, I think the second person that gave me a hug was Corey. So CT. Yeah, not not Corey uh, Chat, but the other Corey. Yeah, CT, Corey that spells as we his call name correctly. Here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. CT's a comp. CT does all of our write ups and so yeah. um, wasn't able to be here with us today, but uh, love his heart. So, uh, although I've been to a lot of retreats, Aaron, you and I have not crossed paths at, at right. one of these retreats right. yet. So, um, although many, many guys here tonight in the group know you, I actually don't know you. So, um, along with kind of our first question of, uh, you know, how did you end up going on the retreat? Give me like a, a 30 second first date on you. Yeah, so my name's Aaron. I was born in Sandy. I still live in Sandy. I've got five kids. Uh, I mean, I do real estate and mortgage uh, for my job. So. That's cool. It's cool. I live in Sandy. I also do real estate. Nice. Done. We're already brothers. There you go. So tell me, how did you end up going 
And, and when did you go, I guess? Uh, so I just went on the Alaska uh, boot camp a few weeks ago. Um, I'm, I've known Mike and James, who are here, for uh, since I was in elementary and middle school. And a couple of years ago, they uh, invited me to, I, I just thought it was Guy's Night Out, but evidently it was Band of Brothers, which is kind of an extension of boot camp. And uh, we started getting together once a month, um, but we would just get together and and eat, but also there was talking and sharing and talking about marriages and being a parent and the church um, More than just about like, bro, did yeah, you see the game so on Saturday? It was, it was different than anything I've ever done before. Okay, it, it was just different. And we, I mean, it turns out we we all thought each other we all we all thought the other ones were perfect and their marriages were perfect. And it turns out they're not. We're, we've all got issues and challenges, and and so that vulnerability was was like brand new to me. I'm not not even used to it. So, so. you get a taste of that. Yeah, yeah, and it was. Uh, then they started talking about boot camp, and I, I'd ask a question about something, and they're like, "Well, you got to come to boot camp," and I'm like, oh, "I'm I'm good, I don't need to." So it literally took years uh, to talk me into going. So. Okay, so af- after uh, grinding you down to a pulp, they got you up there. Yeah. Uh, so so tell me that kind of leads into our next question. What what were your apprehensions about? coming up well i i didn't know what it was i didn't understand what it was and and even going it's it's kind of hard to explain but it it turned out to be amazing uh a great experience so i i was afraid it was going to be a lot of sharing and talking and therapy and uh so that that was my biggest apprehension in going Mm -hmm. but i mean i i went that you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. Worried more that you're like, I've got some big skeletons in my closet and I don't want to talk about them with a bunch of random dudes or more just like, I don't want to sit with a bunch of dudes and do feeling talk. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty introverted, so I didn't want to do this tonight. I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't want to do boot camp. but well, I, We're, we're I glad did, you're so. here. Yeah, we're no, glad you're good, here. It's good to be here. It's a good thing. So. Um, so tell me, you kind of started leading into it. So you were afraid of it being this group kind of thing and you know all the feeling talk and all this big you know exposure right yeah spotlight Um, stuff um so what was your experience when you came on the uh, retreat so i mean it was i went home feeling like a different person like um i i went with the hopes of becoming a, a better husband and i went home feeling like a better man a better husband and a better father for sure so what what about your experience up there helped you get to those? How much time do I have on this? Because there there was a number of things that um, really impacted me that I I wasn't even expecting, and I I think one of the biggest ones was um, I've I've always been a box checker my whole life. You know, I've always thought I could just earn my way to to God loving me, and it was just one of the most interesting things was on my mission i i had a really big interest in grace and mercy and it's almost like my head remembered that but my heart forgot it and and something about boot camp just totally opened that up to where 
I just felt the love of God. There were some segments where, you know, I, I'm not one to tear up or cry, but I, I did. And then even on the plane ride home, um, I was just listening to some music on my phone, and I started crying on the plane, and that's just not me at all. So it was something about the vulnerability and um, just feeling like God loves me. I, I can't earn my way to heaven. It's Anytime you're trying to earn your way to heaven, you're going to fall short, and that's going to bring on you know the shame and the guilt. And it's like a concept I knew in my head, and I just forgot in my heart. So. When, when we leave here, James, it's going to be like, Steve, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? Because that's, dude, I can relate to you on that. All right, Mike Blake, uh, what were your apprehensions with coming up? Uh, you know, same the same apprehensions I've heard from a bunch of you. I didn't know what to expect. I felt like, uh, you know, I was uh, I was going, and I really didn't know anyone going. Um, I did see one of the first people I saw outside of Chap was Sway, talking to Chap, getting his hug from Chap, <laughs> um, and then, but I was afraid. Like I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. I felt like it was going to be a sharing thing. I thought it was going to be a hey, let's let's uh do the therapy or things like that and and it wasn't that at all it, and uh it uh so that was my apprehensions of going up was what is this like it, it didn't feel like i had enough information and did you come up by yourself or did you have anybody that like anybody's that you brought with you you know i didn't bring yourself? anyone with me no and uh i ended up knowing someone there um and but and you know i i purposefully kind of stayed away from anyone i knew just so i could have my experience and right. and i was super serious about uh, making sure that that time I spent away from my family was time that was spent doing something productive, and and they set the stage for that, and it was just it uh, it was mind blowing to me. And that's probably just good advice for anyone coming up. Yeah, yeah. Mindset. I hear I, I see people. I saw people that came up as you know brothers or friends and things like that. And and even the second time I came up, I, I knew that I'd have to be pretty vigilant in not getting caught up in just staying with those people I knew and getting outside of that comfort zone and staying open to whatever came yeah. and staying open to that. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are scared. They're like, oh, I don't, what? I'm going by myself, and I'm like, you know what? That's okay because you need to have this be your own experience. Right. Right. This isn't about you hanging out with somebody's or anything like that. It is about you having this experience with God. Exactly. And a lot of guys come up by themselves, so you will not. It's not like everyone will be there with their friends, and you'll be the only one not. Like oh, majority absolutely. come up by themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. Totally. Yeah, that, I, I I experienced that, and you know, honestly, it, to me, even most of the people I met that were with people, they they also knew that it was all about time with God, to, time to kind of figure that out. Okay. Awesome. Then, Mike, what about you? What what was some of, some of the apprehensions that you had going up there? Same apprehensions as as these other guys have already shared. Um, so I won't repeat all that. But maybe an additional apprehension I had was not coming from. I, I wasn't in therapy. I wasn't necessarily coming from an addiction background, like you mentioned. Um, I surely had my struggles and my challenges, but I was kind of afraid that I was going to somehow be labeled or, or lumped in with a group of people that I didn't think I belonged with, um, which was quickly dispelled. Um, 
quickly dispelled. The men up there are amazing, and I wish that I were as strong and as faithful um, and amazing as them. So I'm embarrassed to say that, but I just I you didn't are. know I didn't know what it was, and I had a perception in my head, and I was wrong. So you got to meet a whole bunch of guys that you you probably never ever would have been able to have an opportunity to meet some of these amazing men that are able to come up to these boot camps. Hundred percent. Yes. And, um, and you get the whole spectrum of people, right? Some people are in a really healthy place, yeah, great relationship and that's with God. What I, and, and some people show up and they are on the edge, broken, super broken, yes. life's in crisis. You get the whole spectrum. Uh, yeah, I quickly quickly yeah. realized that that yeah, there were you know, like the state president type of person up there, as well as, yeah, a very broken man and and everywhere in between. Yeah. And I was somewhere somewhere in between. Yeah. What about you, Sway? So going up, <clears throat> um, to Chap's credit, he didn't give me um, a whole lot to go off of as to what to expect. So I, too, was kind of like, I don't know. Um, and then... You know, one of my biggest apprehensions was this was in a time of my life where my wife and I were separated. Um, and to take a weekend away from an already just, I mean, a marriage is in complete shambles um, and do what was what felt very selfish, right? Because, um, you know, I don't know what her thoughts were as to what, what we were going to be doing up there, but, um, it felt very selfish. And, um, in some ways, I guess you can say it was, and that's not a bad thing. Um, because those three days, um, well, change your life. Yeah. Changed my life. And now it's almost a requirement in our household. Oh, boot camp's coming up. Okay. What are the dates? Okay. Where's the money coming from? I don't know. Okay, we'll figure it out. Right? That's just because of the man that you become right. from going up there and exactly. who you become when you when you come back. Yeah. You're you're the man that she needs you to be. Exactly. And she I you know, I, you would have to ask her, but she's definitely seen a change. So, I love boot. You become the man that you need yourself to be. Yep. Well, and and we can we can let's stay here with you sway. We'll we'll circle back around the other way. Um I feel like a lot of times people sharing, they kind of talk like around and whatever. And, and I'm not asking for you to like outline the specific activities or whatever, but like, what was your experience like there? So I would say that ultimately it came down to, it was a time to connect with God, a time to just and still, I you know, there were some times to connect with other men. Um, but ultimately, I was there for whatever adventure God wanted to take me on. And I think that, you know, my subsequent experiences at boot camp have been that. I try and take a sense of, um, you know, I go back to the book that boot camp is based off of, right, Wild at Heart. And John Eldred said, uh, you know, he talks all about this wide-eyed wonderment. You know, your backyard is this, like, you know, adventurous place as a kid. And I try and take that same spirit with me to boot camp and say, okay, God, what do you have for me this time? 
what is the adventure you're going to take me on this time? And, uh, I would say because of that, you know, I'm, I, I, I got let go several months back and I've been on a pretty wild adventure of being freelance all the time. And, um, it's been awesome. And he was preparing me for that. I mean, we talked about it six months before it happened, you know, mm-hmm. up at boot camp, and just like that, it was time to, time to go on that adventure with him. That's cool. So Mike, what, what was your experience like first time you come up? The first time I came up, um, it just touched my heart. Um, I was not expecting the message to be what it was. Um, I had no idea what to expect. I'd seen a huge change in my good friend James over the past few years. And I didn't exactly know what that change was or where it came from, but I was curious to find out. And um, I felt a lot of that message really, it just resonated with my heart. Um, I was like Aaron. I was like you. I was a box checker. Mm -hmm. I was planning to earn my way into heaven and failing miserably at it. And I was dealing with a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and a lot of discouragement that disappeared. It really dissipated even at that very first boot camp. And it's just gotten better at each subsequent uh, time I've gone. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mike Blake, what was your experience? You know, I... um I was uh, very similar to you guys. Um, it, you know, however, the average person would look at me and say, wow, you know, great guy, holds a good calling with the youth, is, you know, is, does a great job, good dad, things like that. But uh, I was struggling uh, and struggle. I, st- I still, you know, I mean, just trying to be who I was, I was meant to be. And uh, so when I went to boot camp, uh, there was a few things that stood out to me. And one was how how much God just wants to be there for me and how ready and willing he is. And it's like his hand is out there. I picture that uh, picture um, of Peter and Christ and, and Peter sinking the water and Christ's hand is right there and all it requires is Peter to put that hand, his hand up. Um, I didn't feel, I didn't know that. And I served an awesome mission. I, you know, I've, I've done great things as far as in my mind towards earning my way to heaven, uh, and in denial about a lot of things as well. And then when I was able to go to boot camp and just kind of have my eyes opened to how much uh, God is there waiting and intervening and helping me in my life that I just don't see in, until just recently. That was probably the biggest thing that affected me at boot camp. That's awesome. So, you know, what was, what was the biggest takeaway or how did it affect your life after? Because a lot of times people have an apprehension of like, I go to this thing, it's rah-rah for two days, mm-hmm. and then I come home and that's gone. And so, you know, how, how's life been? How's transitioning? Like, how's it affected your life since? Uh, it's, it's been really interesting because I've 
it's something I've wanted to share. Like I didn't even know how to explain what it was, and now I'm I'm telling people at work or friends or family like that. You should hear about this retreat I went on. It was amazing, and I I sat my kids down and I I went around the room to each one of them and I said I I want you to tell me uh, one thing you can think of that will uh, that you can do in your life that will make God love you more. And I, I went around the room, and they gave me all the answers, you know, go to church, read the scriptures. And at the end, I'm like, that's exactly how I felt a few weeks ago. And now after boot camp, I I get it. Like, you can't earn God's love. There's nothing you can do to that's going to make him love you more or less. And he already loves you all the way. And it was it was awesome to share that with my kids. Dude, that's awesome. All right, guys. Um, so... What was your biggest takeaway? Like you, I mean, you just talked about God and and that love there. But what for each one of you guys? What was your biggest takeaway? You know, probably the fact that uh, we are in a battle, and there's a battle for our hearts. And uh, leaving knowing that was huge for me. Uh, I think uh, the the weekend I got back from my first boot camp, um, it was Fast Sunday. And I stood up and, and talked all about that, talked about the fact that there are two people battling for our hearts, and they're quite two different battles, right? One's, right. one's for good and one's for evil. And so that was a huge takeaway for me. There's always a battle to fight. Yeah. It's awesome. Mike? My biggest takeaway was my realization that I had been searching for validation in the wrong places. Wow, that's huge. Um, I had the concept of finding validation from God had never crossed my mind. I'd never heard of that concept before. Um, I recognized I had been seeking validation from Eve at the, as they like to say, boot camp. Yeah, the um, women in our lives. Right? The women in our yeah. lives, and especially my wife. I was putting a a huge burden on her, um, trying to get her to validate me, trying to get her to make me feel like a man. And it wasn't working. And so I just kept pushing harder and trying harder, and it worked less and less and less. I was pushing her away and getting up to boot camp and hearing those questions that they ask that every man needs to know you know, am, am I a man? Do I have what it takes? But to, to realize that my wife can't answer that for me. It has to be God. And once I had that revelation and started that process, it changed my life and it changed my marriage. Awesome. Sway, cool. You're up, Sway. So, man, I just kind of have to echo what Mike Blake and Mike have said, um, because, you know, and especially me coming from an addict background, right? I have been seeking validation from women in my life since I was, man, I don't know, probably the very first girlfriend I ever had around age of 12, right? Yeah. Um, so... And recognizing that that validation only comes from God. Um, and then another huge 
component for me um, in both reading Wild at Heart and going to boot camp has been how I, um, I mean, it's totally transformed the way I parent, right? Because whether I like it or not, my kids are imprinting the image of God on their hearts. I'm imprinting the image of God on their hearts. I mean, right? Like that they are receiving that whole process of what, who God is from how I treat them and how I work with them. Right. So, um, and then again, just trying to, a lot of, a lot of what I learned from boot camp all goes back to my kids and my family. So, um, just being able to recognize my wife for who she really is and being able to teach my kids um, and recognize them for who they really are and go after their hearts and love them and show them that love. I mess up all the time. I probably messed up a hundred times today, you know, but, um, but I keep trying and I keep battling for that. So. Well, that kind of answers the, the next question we wanted to ask is how, you know, how does it affect your life now since you've been and sounds like what you're saying is you, you battle, you know, that battle that Mike Blake talked about and, you're you're battling it didn't stop just those three days up there it's learning learning to battle for your heart and the heart of your family that's something you're engaging in every day is that battle for the heart of your kids and the heart of your spouse um anything else that has kind of changed your life about about coming on the retreat so how you live your life i guess that's a better way to say that yeah i mean you know so i would say as a spinoff or an adjustment that's happened in my life because of, I no longer seek validation from my wife, which I'm not perfect at. Okay. I'm far from perfect at it. I still seek validation and I have to stop myself all the time. Right. Um, is that I am in back in the day in my full blown addict days, I was like cocky beyond all belief, but now I do have a confidence, but that's because I just let God take over and say, you know, this is your, this is your story. What is the part you want me to play in this today? And so I think that that's one of the biggest things is it's helped me really kind of, um, have confidence in, in, in the way I interact with others. So. It's awesome. It's awesome. Mike change your life any life adjustments anything you can take away from the weekend to you know the fire hose experience of the weekend to you know is your is your life different now do you do things differently after being on the retreat it it has changed my life tremendously we don't have time to go into all of it but i'll say this i got home from boot camp i went up to alaska a couple weeks ago Got home and I was telling my wife about it, sharing what it was like, and we were done talking and she just hugged me and she said, I love the man who comes home to me from boot camp. And that's so awesome right there. That, that alone, how beautiful is that? That's just amazing. 
that alone is it's worth every penny it costs. It, it's worth the time I took out from work. It's it's worth the discomfort or maybe feeling uncomfortable when dudes hug me because I'm not real good with that. It, it's worth all of that to hear my wife say that she loves the man that comes home to her from boot camp. Well, and that's part of the reason why you keep coming back, right? And that's, There's so many alumni that keep coming back because of the man that they become. And Correct. I think a lot of wives... Me. I think a lot of wives would echo that experience. I know mm-hmm. mine has, mm-hmm. and so I, uh, powerful. I asked her tonight, what exactly did you mean by that? Because we hadn't really discussed it. She said, you're just a more confident, you, um, you just bring a strength into the home. Uh, you're a better husband. You're a better mm. father. You're, you're more engaged. You're more involved, and you're just happier. And she's right. I, boot camp fills fills my bucket that way with all of those things that I can bring home strength, confidence um, to my family and to her and to our relationship rather than bringing my my neediness and my insecurities to her. I, I can bring her strength and then I can tend to her heart. I can help take care of her from a place of strength rather than asking her to take care of me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mike Blake, how how do you do life differently? How's it impacted you, changed how you how you operate? Well, I wish I could say it was all in one time, right? That bam, I'm just this amazing person. Uh unfortunately, that's not how my life goes, right? It's bit by bit. It was uh, eye-opening the first time I went, uh, the, and I felt like I came home with a, a good strength. But as we know, the battle continues when you get home. And you mean you're not perfect when you get home? I, you know, not like and Mike. life is not perfect. Not like Mike. <laughs> 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 but uh, it, you know, it, it's uh, I. You know, to to kind of go along with what he said, what Mike said. Uh, I like me when I'm when I come back. I like the person I become when I see how God sees me. Um, and when I take that time to to just go to him and talk to him and look for validation from him. And uh, I remember a moment, my first, uh, my first boot camp, that uh, I, I did that. I asked, you know, kind of where I sat with him. And that, was, that, was, that would have been a very, very scary question for me to come up with on my own because I felt like I had to earn it, right? And, uh, and I didn't feel like I was in a place where I'd earned it, right? And However, the validation, and the, the, the sentiment I had, and that experience I had was life-changing uh, in the aspect of it changed the way I viewed God. And that, uh, to me, was, was huge. Yeah, now, paradigm been, shifted your whole life, right? It did. Am I... Am I did it make me perfect? And, and no, I wish, right? But it, but it sure did. It sure did go a long way from taking me out of this uh, extremely, extremely broken state uh, and give me courage and give me strength that uh, that honestly I needed and need and continue to need. And so um, I, for me, it, boot camp is just that. That, mo- that time when I can really focus, dedicate some good hours to improving that in relationship 
uh, not from what I'm doing, but from just from that relationship with God. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I just had something I thought I thought of as Mike was speaking. Something kind of popped into my heart, and that was just the setting. I mean, when we go up to boot camp, right? Mm. We are, you know, we're we're walking away from the world, right? And and I think that that just being away and in nature with in your nature, cell phone off in and of itself is a spiritual right? experience. Just just that alone, right? And then now you've got prayer teams that are praying for you and, you know, surrounding you and helping you, you know, praying for you and you yourself are trying to, you know, connect with God. I mean, so much power in that, right? Yeah. 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 And accommodations are always pretty. I mean, being on the, on the low level stuff, the accommodations are nice. Again, no, no weird stuff. No one's boxing a room for some kumbaya, you know, loincloth around the fire thing. It's you can do your own thing. You and know, some what, comfort there. But what really impressed me is just like I think Mike said or someone said, just how many men from all walks of life were there, and with with really one purpose, and that was to get closer to God. Totally. And uh, I don't know where you find that. You know, I, I at awarriorheart.com. That's exactly where you find Sign that. up. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like a two-part question. Um, what would you tell the men who are coming up for the first time? Like what, what kind of advice would you give them? Some guys listening to this right now, who was you two years ago? He's got some buddies, some friends, some therapists who's like, bro, you should go to this thing. And, and God loves you. Well, what is it? I don't really know how to say what it is. It's just a cool thing. You should go. Dude, I don't need to just hang out with a bunch of guys around a campfire. What do I do? Like, wh- like, what would you say to him? I mean, just go. Like, it, none of the things I was afraid of turned out to be a concern. It, it was all, you're, you're welcomed with open arms, and there's no... There's no puffing or it's everybody is you get to know them really quickly and you don't you don't need to worry about any of those concerns like it, once you go you get it and it's it's a great experience. So. Don't have to get into all of your deep laundry or you don't yeah, have to there, there's no decide to quit your job to join some MLM or something right. Yeah, it's there's not, none of that. it's not a sales gimmick like it is good people getting together and just becoming better men. Awesome. And and just changing your heart and your life. So, awesome. yeah, it's nothing even to be worried about. So, um, I would just say, a come, right? Just get there. Find a way. There's it, everything will seem to get in the way, and and that's that's not by accident. And if you so a come and b, uh, just just get uncomfortable a little bit. Uh, you, you may come up alone, and that's all right. That might be uncomfortable for you at first, but I'll tell you, you will feel right at home. You will feel love, and um, it, it, it it's the right place to be. Really, really, for me, it, it has been life-changing. I wish I can – I keep saying I wish I could <laughs> – uh, I'm all done, right? You know, <laughs> there's that box, right? I checked it, and here I am. But uh, it is, it's, uh, it's just, I just come and and be there. And the, the part of the, what's cool about that is that when you say to come, like you guys keep coming multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. But you keep coming because you're always at different points in your life, 
each time you come up. Everything, different things have happened to your li- in your life, and so things have changed, and so you have different ways of connecting with God when you come up, and so every boot camp has been different for you. Absolutely. Well, and you can come up. You don't need to be in some certain place in your life for this to work for you. No. Well, whatever no. place you're in, you can come, right? He'll show up, whatever place you're in. Yeah, in fact, after my first boot camp, as much as I enjoyed it, I kind of thought... Yeah, I'm probably done. That was good. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I went. A year and a half later, my life was in a very different place and not a good place. And I'd started seeing a therapist and my wife and I were struggling even more than before my first boot camp. Warfare? Definite warfare. And yeah, Satan had a good hold on my heart and I couldn't see it. But I could feel it. There was there was something wrong. And I was not planning to go to boot camp. And it was maybe just two weeks before, and I just kind of had a meltdown. And I knew in my heart of hearts I needed to get to boot camp. So I crossed my fingers that there was a spot for me. I signed up, and I went. And my second time, by far, was the most impactful and the most life-changing for me. Because just of where I was on my journey at that time, where I was in, in my story, or not in my story at that time, it, it changed my life that second time. It's awesome. Yeah, so um, I'll, again, echo Mike Blake and say, just get there. Because just being there, I mean, that's just the first step, right? But... Um, if you're serious and you want to go, you know, like you really want this to count, like Mike Blake wanted it to the first time, right? He really wanted that time to count. And um, I would say that, you know, for me, it's every boot camp, I reread the book. I actually audio, I audible the book every time. Yeah, I'm with you. Right? That's just, the, that's, that's the way I learn. And, um, Again, I go back to what I said in the beginning about coming with a sense of wonderment and a sense of saying, all right, God, what do you want from me at this boot camp, right? I'm I'm here and I'm willing. I've been at boot camp for two days and I'm like, okay, like there's crickets. I got, I got nothing. And then that last morning or even in the last couple hours, God just shows up in a huge way and says this is what's going on, right? So I would say read the book, right? First and foremost, that lays an amazing foundation and it gives you time already with God and gets your heart prepared for God to start really talking to you. It's awesome. For me, I never would have got there if I didn't have a friend to go with. Um, I know these guys have said, just go. And now I will go alone, and I have gone alone. But the first time for me, it was important to find a friend to go with. So, if and that's need- not like against the code of ethics. No, of the word. No, you can, totally you can drag a buddy ease, with so. you. Totally yeah. go for it. Yeah. If, if that makes you more comfortable, bring them on. Find a buddy. Do it together. Um, yeah, whatever it takes. To, that's what it took for me to get there. And I bet there's a lot of guys out there like that that just need that little bit of extra support to uh, push them over the edge to get up there. So if that's what you need, do that. And I I promise you after that, you'll be like, yeah, I could go alone now. I'm good. It's awesome. Uh, well, Aaron, Mike Blake, Mike Sway, 
thanks for coming on for, you know, being willing to just kind of share your experience and your heart. Um, you know, I, I think you guys each have, you know, it's a, it's a different experience for everyone. I like that's what's, what's highlighted, right? And so everyone has a little bit different experience, but but it's a powerful thing. Um, and so like we talked about um, at the beginning, um, we have had an anonymous donor, which is just an incredible blessing um, to see God move that we're uh, sponsoring someone fully, uh, full scholarship, full ride, sponsor, however we want to say that. Um, like we were able to do with the women's. And so we are giving away a spot at the retreat uh, in November. Um, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, you're, it's Thursday through Saturday. November uh, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. And uh, in order to enter the contest, um, if you listen to our our post about the women's, it's uh, same premise. So follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, t- tag five folks uh, in the post that we put up uh, about this giveaway. And send an email, uh, just you can just be very brief email um, to James at unashamedunafraid.com of you know what's going on in your heart and what you know why you would want the scholarship to come up. Um, and like we did before, we will uh, you know select someone. We'll announce it on uh, you know one of the following podcasts. And um, we hope that uh, this was helpful along with all of other podcasts. Uh, if you have a recovery story, let us know. Anonymous questions, submit that as well. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unashamed Unafraid. Um, totally give us feedback wherever you're listening to this podcast. And um, we hope that recovery and your heart are well. Um, if you need prayers or anything like that, send us an email. And uh, until we catch up with you next time, stay unashamed and unafraid. Unafraid.